Okay, you guys, let's do this. It's going to be so professional. Okay. Like, so professional. Here we go. Welcome to the Lab Support Podcast with your hosts, Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson, a couple of clean comedians who support each other and others through comedy's wacky and winding roads. I hope you're ready. Get set. Let's go. Since podcasts have a catchy tune, we wrote this song for Michelle and June. Clean comedians are best friends, too. Oh, so good. <laughs> and you never know what they'll say or do. Here we go, sing with me. I'm support, or port, with Michelle, who's really short. We'll have a ball, 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 with June, who's really tall. They have fun, 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 interviewing comedians. I'm not support, or port, with Michelle, who's really short. Support podcast brought to you by the Hot Bread Comedy Network. Wow, you're so proud of Welcome to the Laugh Support Podcast, the award winning podcast. I'm your Ta-da. host, June Colson, here with my best friend, Michelle, with one L, Van Dusen. How you doing? Little I'm good. Little. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Every time I hear the end of that song with you do that little trill, it just cracks me up every time. (laughs) Is that a technical musical term? Because you think I would know being such a professional singer that I am. So yes, yes. uh, A trill is, but a thrill is not a technical musical term. But trill is. Well, I've, I've had a thrill today. I've had a thrill today trying to get my son and his friends and their pontoon boat out of my driveway. Um, I, Michelle, Michelle, <laughs> did you turn the hose on? <laughs> we need to be in prayer right now because my son is, um, on his maiden voyage with the Nana and Papa's pontoon boat. Okay. So he's oh. gone with us before, but he's never just taken the boat on his own. Okay. Um, so it is seaworthy. Okay. For it just is a moment seaworthy. Yes. Maybe nervous. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely seaworthy. Um, he was up all night last night, you know, cleaning the boat and and getting all the stuff on the boat. And he went to the grocery store and he got snacks and stuff and super excited. But like his dad, my husband, is um, very anxious about it. And Nana and Papa, mm-hmm. you know, he's he'll be 19. OK, he's yeah. been on a boat before. He drives he a truck and trailer all the time. Um, but everybody is just like it's a whole different thing when they're on their, you know, on their own, launching the boat, doing all of those things. I'm trying to be like the cool mom who's like, oh yeah, baby, got it. No, you know, but I'm like, oh crap. I hope he doesn't mess this up. So but his but his nana and papa have this, uh, they have this boat and they never take it out. So I'm like, oh wow. Okay, so yeah. it, you know, at least somebody's getting it in the water. It's not mm-hmm. like it's going to stop them from using it. They don't use it, but oh my lord! Well, he I had think the captain's hat on. He had the sunglasses. <laughs> he, guarantee, I guarantee, he didn't bring towels. He probably didn't no. bring sunblock. Um, no. he's, but I was trying to like you know let him be a man because as a mom we don't <laughs> always do that. You know what I mean? We want to mother them, and mm-hmm. and. So today I was like, I'm a, I was just going to let him be a man, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You got it. You got to have um, a few good sunburns to go. Oh, should, yeah. should I, should I bring sunblock next time? You know, yeah. and it's got to be the three, the third degree burns, you know, where it bubbles on your shoulders, like that kind of a yeah. thing. Oh, so oh, yeah. That's awful. Yeah. That's awful. Oh, oh, the good. The skin. Ooh, oh. the, 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 the reptile yeah. feeling of the skin. <laughs> now, so if, 
as, as a ginger and very fair skinned, if you do get a really bad burn, um, go to the hospital. No, um, yes, but if you can't, again, WebMD, we are not taking any advice from us, but go ahead, Michelle. No, but what I, what I have done, what my mother has done over me for years, um, it was, uh, in a spray bottle, vinegar and water. Yes. And it was mostly vinegar. Like I smelled like a salad. She would just spray me down because what the vinegar did when it, it would take the um the heat out and it would yes. like help preserve your skin. So when you did peel, it wasn't like awful, awful peel. It was like just, you know, just a little bit kind of thing. That and then of course aloe vera. Aloe vera. Oh, aloe is always good. Now, okay, so my family yeah. would do that, but they would do um a brown paper bag. They would soak a brown paper bag in the vinegar and lay the brown paper bag across oh, your skin. Smart. Because yeah, it, it stays there longer. So that's yeah, really, I guess really so. smart. The yeah. other was a potato. You ever you ever heard of that? Like slicing no. something about the starch in the potato. Oh, you would yeah. cut the potato in half. And we don't know if any of this actually worked. This could Oh, it does. It all works. It all works. It's all scientifically proven. We're going to yeah. still get canceled now. <laughs> Yes. Well, you know, my story, like I, I grew up in a town where, um, like we, I mean, we didn't have a car, we didn't have money and we didn't go to the doctor. We went to the Estels and the Estels owned the funeral home and owned the ambulance service. Which Wait, seemed and like the taxidermy. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which seemed like a conflict of interest. Don't you think? Because I was always no. like, okay, so if I go there and I'm dying, and they're like, if the business is slow on the funeral inside, maybe they won't get me to the hospital. And now they can charge you for the ambulance ride and they get the business out of the funeral home, right? Well, I think I think that's a that's a twofer. It's an ambulance ride and a hearse ride. And <laughs> and that's not, but but seriously, like we couldn't go to the doctor before we went to the Estels. I broke my arm in three places and laid on the couch for over two weeks with a broken arm before my mom went. Let's take her to the Estels and see if it's literally one time, Michelle, my head was split open with blood coming out. And they were like, well, we're going to go by the Estels. I, I feel like that one, that one was a given. Why did we go to the Estels? Why did okay. they have to like, yeah. every time you heartbeat, blood squirts out, go to the uh, hospital. I'm thinking that's your next special. Go into the Estels. I think that go would be hilarious. <laughs> um I think what I'm hearing is you don't have anything to worry about because I'm sure your son is um, uh, very capable of, of handling mm. a boat. Now, the hardest thing about about the boat part, though, is getting it in the water and out of yeah. the water. That's yeah. the oh my. Yeah. Have you seen some of those videos on uh, TikTok and whatever mm -hmm. where where someone pulled the their truck in and the mm -hmm. boat was behind them versus backing the boat in? It's like. Okay, yeah. that's a special yeah. kind of um, something there, right? Yeah, the ones where like just they're backing in and they just keep backing up, and the you know the truck goes into the water with the. I know. Thanks for making me worry a little bit more. But <laughs> if something goes wrong, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna take them to the Estels. You know. Yep. Thank take them to the Estels. That's there what, you go. That's what we'll do. What oh my we gosh. Talk about today. Okay, show? so today I, I I want to hear your. Uh, journey as a comedian, your journey from um, going from just, you know, small stages and, and, you know, opening for Jeff Allen and things like that to now you have an opportunity to do the warm up crowd at, um, at the Huckabee show. Right. Yeah. And so I, I want to know all the details behind that. Like, where is it located? How do, how do people get to go there? How did you feel during that process? Like I want, I want all the ins and outs, like, you know, just spill your guts here. Um, 
tell us, June Coulson. Yes. All yes. about. Give us the inside scoop. Like, were there snacks in the green room? There was. Uh, did, was it chilled water or room temperature water? Mm. Like, what did you get? And and what was on your rider? Like, were you a diva? You're like, oh, I oh, need yeah. these things. Yeah. You know, like I I need to know, yeah. like you know, and 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 like your camera angle. Did like do mm. they want to do like a close mm. up? And you're like, no, 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 back up, back up, back. You know, yeah. like yeah, tell us yeah. all that insight. Super diva. Um, warm up comics don't get to have a rider. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So, all right. how did you get the gig? That's, that's the how first did thing. I get the gig? I, yeah. I was just, um, I, well, I outran security basically <laughs> I'm super fast and they couldn't catch me and then nobody knew what was going. No. Um, well, I'll tell you what. So the journey kind of began as far as like the Huckabee, uh, gig was, um, a few years ago, our friend Lee Harden, who's been on the Laugh Support podcast, he was one of our first interviews, I believe, on season two. So go back, definitely check out Lee Harden. Yes. Um, Lee lives outside of Nashville, and he's in the writers group that I've been in at Jeff Allen's. You mentioned Jeff at his house. Mm -hmm. And so we became friends, did, you know, done some shows and stuff like that together. And he got the gig to do the warm up at the Huckabee show. Now, I'll tell you that Rick Roberts, he was our last interview of our first season. Yes, Excellent interview. Rick Roberts oh um, out of Nashville, Tennessee. He uh, he does classes through what's called the School of Laughs. And Rick is basically the warm up comic for the Huckabee show. But Rick oh, so is it's like his it's his, it's his thing. gig. It's basically his okay. gig. To my understanding. Yeah. Um, it, it's pretty much his gig. But because he is such a successful comedian and in high demand, he can't be there every time they record. Right. Oh, okay. And so they have um, kind of a roster of comedians uh, that they fill in the blanks, you know, whenever, yeah. uh, whenever Rick can't be there, then they, they hire somebody to come in and, uh, and warm up the crowd before the Huckabee show. And so several years ago, Lee got the gig. Um, mm -hmm. and they are kind enough to let you bring a couple people back to the green room with you if you'd like. And, oh, nice. uh, and so Lee's parents weren't able to go and he and I were, you know, uh, really becoming good friends. And so he invited myself and my husband to go and hang out with him, which was a good situation because it was the first time he went, you had another comedian in the green room with you. We we're kind of talking about his material and, uh, and I got to go watch Lee do the warm up for the show. And so was, you didn't stay in the green room. You got to go sit out no, in the no, audience no. side. I could have, um, but you know, they kind of, they give you the option. They ask you, you know, do you want to stay in the green room during the show or would you like to mm -hmm. come out and actually watch the show? And of course my husband and I had never seen a television show recorded. So we wanted to go and actually sit in the audience and watch the show. So that's what we did. Lee wow. did an excellent job. It was super fun. Um, the people at the Huckabee show were just so kind and, and, and make it a real experience for mm -hmm. you to be there. And so, um, I just, just had a great time. And over the last few years, a lot of our friends in comedy have done the warm up or have been on the show, the actual television show. And I live in Bowling Green, Kentucky, which is about mm -hmm. 45 minutes from Hendersonville, Tennessee. So you ask where it was recorded. Um, it's in Hendersonville, Tennessee. So it's not very far. Not far. That's good. Not at That's all. Good. Not at all. And so I, I would keep an eye out to see when our friends were going to be there. Um, if, if one of our friends were going to be on the show. So I've been there and seen Chris Wineland and Clint Hall and, um, I've Christine. seen, uh, 
I have not got to see Christy do the warm up every time oh. she's so Christy Condor, who's another comedian who's been on the Live Sport podcast. Um, I've not been able to see her do the warm up. I've watched Rick Roberts. Um, I've watched Leland Clawson, his being on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Hoss Ridgeway. I, I think I've seen him a couple of times there. And so I, I knew that like one day I would like to be able to do this gig. Mm-hmm. Uh, if given the opportunity. And so I, I am one of those people who try to go see my friends when they're in the area. Um, but it was you know, very supportive. I, I do. I love to support other comedians. And so, um, but while I was there, I also took it as a learning opportunity as well to kind of watch and see um, how each person did the warm up. Uh, Dan mm-hmm. Whitehurst, which we need to, we need to get him on the show. I watched him. And what's cool is that everybody had a different style to them. Oh, they cool. were all a little bit different in how they warmed up the crowd. So um, I've been going to the Huckabee show to the recordings off and on for, for several years now. And um, the woman who books the talent, her name is Wynette Turner. And okay. so, you know, we, we kind of met each other in passing throughout mm-hmm. the times that I would come and, and visit and those kind of things. And we became friends on Facebook. And, and then eventually I kind of got to the point where I was like, Okay, I feel like I want to put my hat in the ring. You know, I I, I want to yeah. I want to reach out and I want to put my hat in the ring, um, which is difficult for me because, as you said, like I comedy, I've not been doing stand up comedy for fifteen years. Like a lot of the people who are doing the warm up and who are on the show, fourteen um, and a half, right? Yeah, only fourteen. <laughs> and a half, yeah. um, so you know, I am somebody who I don't want to say I lack confidence in myself. But I cautiously step into the each level. You know what I mean? Because I never want to jump yeah. into something that I'm not prepared for. I don't want to yeah. s- put my foot in there and then be, you know, realize I wasn't ready. Because mm-hmm. first impressions, you know, we know you can't, you can't take that back, right? But there also yeah. come a time, right, when you go, okay, I'm going to do this. It's time. You know, you yeah. make that, you stop doing the baby steps and you take a big leap. And yeah, so but baby steps are so much easier. I mean, you know, they're just tiny. Sometimes you get to crawl. Sometimes people give like you a you bottle. <laughs> I have a size 10 foot. So there's no really like it's a really difficult oh, to do a baby step. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like I like the fact that um, you have been evaluating where you are in with a clear mind. It's not an emotional mm-hmm. decision. It's not like over overconfidence. Like, you know, like there's some some comedians they're just starting out and they're like, Oh yeah, I got, I got two hours I can yes, do. You're yeah. like, uh, no, actually you have yeah. maybe a minute and a half. So it, it, yeah. it's, it's really refreshing to hear how you've been evaluating your position. And now you're like, okay, okay. Comedically wise, I am ready. Mm-hmm. And you know, is my head on straight to do this? Cause some, mm-hmm. I, I would think that, um, you know, because the whole first impression thing, like if, if people did go in all extra confident, but didn't have the talent behind it or yeah. the, you know, because I, I've watched you over the last few years and I've seen how you keep working at your craft, you know, mm-hmm. even, even through the, the, the shutdown and all that kind of stuff, you kept working on your craft where there's people that haven't, you know, <laughs> Right. That'd be me. Uh, no, like, like you, you, not keep, true. you, 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 you keep working. working. 
you, you've been taking classes and you're in a writer's group. You're in more than one writer's group. And you, so yeah. you're constantly just pushing and pushing and pushing and working. So it really is one of those times it, from my perspective of watching your, your career, it's, it's opportunity and you're, you're prep, you're prepared. And it's like, it's yeah. met at this at the right time. That's what it looks like to me from my point of view. So, yeah. um, so you get the gig because yeah. I remember, I remember when you got the gig, it was like several months in advance. You're like, oh, yeah. I could be on the Huckabee show. So from the moment that you got the information, emailed, contract, all signed or whatever, if there was a contract, I don't know. Um, and then you had all that time frame to prep mm -hmm. for it. Yes. What happened during the, that prep time? You know, did you do other shows? Were you like second guessing yourself? Like, or, you know, oh, or yeah. you just kept going forward? Like what, what happened between that time frame of when you got the nod to yes, you're on mm -hmm. to the actual day? Yeah. Well, um, unfortunately in that time period, that's when my mom passed away. And oh. so a lot of my, you know, a lot of the time I might've been just overthinking the situation. I clearly had other things that were on my mind and that, you know, that I was having to deal with, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and I had, I had the Christian comedy association, um, our retreat and some shows there. And so that really helped. That helped to have some shows leading up to it that were really fun and great shows with amazing audiences, you know. And mm -hmm. so um, really, I just um, honestly, I, you know, I just prayed that, that God would kind of help me figure out what material to do mm -hmm. uh, and just kind of left it in his hands. And what was really funny is that it was June 28th when I was recording, which was going to be right at the 4th of July. And I do a bit called Hot Dogs Trailer Park Pyro Show. <laughs> and I, you know, I went back and forth in my head about it because I want to make sure that I was, you know, respectful to the audience. It was there. And, mm -hmm. and you know, and a lot of my childhood growing up is growing up with a dad who was an alcoholic. And 4th of July was very interesting and exciting, right? As, you know, he would be drinking and setting off fireworks. And so, um, I really kind of prayed about it. And then I get, you get to look and see as you get closer to the event, who's going to be on the show. Cause you don't know when they book you, who's actually going to be on the show. Mm. And, um, I look and these guys who are responsible, who are, who own the pyrotechnic company that sets off the fireworks in Nashville, Tennessee, were the, the owner of that company was a guest on the show that night. So I felt wow. like God was like, literally the name of their company started with the word pyro and I have a bit called hot dogs trailer park pyro show. And so, uh, so I feel like that was God's way of saying, this is what I, you know, this is what you're going to do. And so then it was just kind of settled in my heart. So then it was That's just good. like, okay, what do I do after that? You know, what do mm -hmm. I, and, and the thing about my dad is that people are very fascinated about him and it is the thing that's unique about me. So I'm not just doing, marriage material that that anybody yeah. can do not that marriage material is not good i do marriage material but i thought i need to do i need to do something that they'll remember me mm -hmm. and that's unique to me and that's not necessarily parallel to a lot of the others who material yeah. that might have been seen right so yeah. um so yeah so hot dogs pyro show was definitely <laughs> it and then one of my and then i wanted to do one of my favorite jokes which is a talladega night joke about my dad and i, I thought i'll do that one because i like that joke like yeah it's that's really fun funny for me to tell that joke and so i 
plop that in the middle. And then anybody who's seen me, I, I have this, you know, ability to recite the 1989 McDonald's um, menu. And I decided, man, I, I got to close with that because every, because I always get clapping. Right. And the whole mm-hmm. point of the warm up comic is that you want to get people excited about the show. You want to get them laughing and loosened, loosened up. And if I can end with applause and they're ready to clap, yeah, then I feel like I did my job, you know? So, oh, so I good. built out the, you know, kind of built out the, the set. And then um, I spent, you know, 48 hours up to the event, just in a sheer panic of like, (laughs) you stink. Why are you doing that? So, (laughs) so how much, how much time are, is allotted for you to warm up the crowd? Oh, that's the thing is you, you, you kind of know, but you don't know, right? It's, um, they tell you seven minutes, but then Mm -hmm. they tell you it may be six minutes, but then it may be seven minutes. So you kind of, you don't know. When you oh. go out there. And so, uh, or well, you know when you go out there, but you you don't know 100% when you get there. They tell you, okay. you know, just a little bit before you go out. So that was another thing I had to do is, you know, a minute is a lot of material. One mm-hmm. minute doesn't seem like a lot to people, but a minute, if you're trying to do punchline, you know, if you're trying to, to get quick laughs, that's a lot of, you know, material to pull out. Was and it like so, five or well, six jokes in a minute, maybe? Maybe, yeah. And so... um so I had to, I, 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 it was good to know that ahead of time. It was good to have yeah. gone and seen other people do it. And it was amazing to be able to wear my friend Christy Condor out and ask her a million questions. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody gets that. Not everybody gets to, yeah. you know, get the inside scoop and, and see, you know, that stuff. So I, I set up the set with um, a minute that I could just pull off at the end. Okay. And that's, that's what that's happened. Smart. So right before I went out, they were like, okay, we're going to have you do six minutes they had told me I was going to go on at whatever o'clock and I ended up going on maybe 10 or 15 minutes beforehand. And um, what was really cool is that what I had to pull off was this, you know, kind of bonus to the McDonald's song about Chick-fil-A. And what was really oh. cool is the announcer at the Huckabee show is Keith Bilbrey. And he is mm-hmm. the voice, the voice of the Grand Old Opry. And you get wow. to, you know, mo- most of the time you get to introduce him. And the mm-hmm. general pattern is that whoever the warm-up comedian is, the next thing is you get to introduce introduce Keith. And what was cool is when I was getting, uh, you know, applause and introduce, and I'm walking away, and Keith says, um, "Wait, wait, wait!" and he stops me, and okay. it basically ended up setting me up to do the Chick Fil A moment that I had to pull off the end of oh, my wow. set. That's so cool. It was super fun. Yeah. And he didn't know. He didn't, you know, he had no idea. And and what mm-hmm. was really cool is afterwards, his wife came up to me and goes, you don't know how much Keith loves Chick-fil-A. Like he's obsessed <laughs> with Chick-fil-A. He eats Chick-fil-A three times a week. And she starts telling me all about how much he loves Chick-fil-A. <laughs> so it was this really cool kind of last minute moment that was um, that I had to cut off. Yeah. And then, you know, and I really feel and like we have to bring friend, it back. Yes. It's our friend Marlo has a book called God Sprinkles. I've mentioned that before. And to me, that was a little God sprinkle. God was like, oh, no, I want them to hear Chick-fil-A, too. You know, And so Keith stopped me and I, and I got to do that. But um, I will tell you that when I came out, mm-hmm. I was I was just a couple jokes in 
and where you're standing, you're in, you you kind of get close to the audience, you know. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, there's the face. Where's the face? <laughs> <laughs> like that, that? Was the moment that my high heel went into. No, it wasn't in, in this moment. So I I stepped back and my the back of my heel went into a stage light, like I dipped. <gasps> now on the video, you can't did you break it? No, no, no. I didn't break oh. the light and I didn't break my heel, but I felt it. And I had this little bump, you know, and um, somebody backstage was like, oh, I'm sure nobody saw it. And I was like, my friend Christy Condor's front row. She's another <laughs> comedian. I guarantee she saw it. And I know my husband and my son definitely caught it, you know. Uh, but but yeah. OK, so that's the face that, you know, you try to you try to play it. This cool. one. Look at that face. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> You try to play it cool, right? Like I've been here before type of thing. And that truly is my personality. Like I was so excited. I was excited to go out there. I knew that my job was to get them excited. And so when I came out, I just exploded with excitement. I just got straight out there and was like, look at where we're at. We are at the Huckabee show. And I did this moment where I went, and that's what the camera caught. That's what the cameraman caught. So for our listeners, what you need to do is because I posted a picture of June's face, um, yeah. of her expression, yes, and so uh, you need you need to go tune in to either Roku uh, on the Creative Motion Network TV on mm-hmm. there or on YouTube and see yes. the the pictures that I'm posting. Um, yes. Because it's hilarious. You can, see it, you can see it at June Colson uh, comedy on Facebook as well, too. I've got like the video of it up there. And um, yeah, so so I instead of holding back like I normally would, you know, I just came out and I'm like, I feel this energy. I want them to feel this energy. I want them to know I'm having a great time. I want them to have a great time. Mm-hmm. Because truly you're doing a job. And and yeah. and I knew, you know, I understood um, as the TikTok videos say, I understood the assignment. Um, and the assignment was to assignment. get everybody excited mm-hmm. and ready for, you know, for the show to begin. And so um, I have no idea what I was saying in this moment. Lean, I, hate, I can't over. stand looking at pictures of myself. You're killing me. <laughs> You got to lean over a little bit so we can still see your face. Oh, Um, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. (laughs) You you did understand the assignment because from from just these pictures, okay, I'm just going to say it looks, one, like you're killing it, okay? Mm. Um, And I've heard your set and I've seen... um, your show thank you know because we were in indiana together yeah and there's no way that they didn't have fun listening to you there's there's no way whether you step in the light or not oh so like when when you did step in the light so is there like an x on the floor so you know where you're supposed to stand and no, is there a certain not- camera you're supposed to look at or is it just there's no cameras on you because it's just simply um, right? The you're you're the warm up person. Um, they don't mm-hmm. always record you. I was very fortunate that when that um, put the request in that they record because it was my first set there on the show. Oh. Um, so it was, I was very fortunate that they recorded me when I when I did that. But it, no, basically, like they just kind of point and go, hey, just, you know, be around that area over there. And okay. there is a spotlight for when you're on the show. Um because a lot of people are confused by that. And I try to continually say, I'm doing the warm up. You'll not see me on the show. I'm warming okay. up. But, mm-hmm. but but there is a specific location. If I were to be on the show, there's a specific location with a spotlight that you stay in this area. 
you know, doing your doing your set. But for me, you could move around and be close, you know, closer to the audience because that's kind of the point is to draw them into being, you know, ready and excited. Nice. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. So that was super that was super cool. Um, I did. You know, like I said, I got the, uh, the high heel step. <laughs> but, but but it didn't really it didn't rattle me i felt it i was fortunate not to like roll an ankle break a light or break a heel and i just kept on going but, but that kind of goes back to waiting till you're you're prepared for something mm-hmm. you know because that little moment that stage light moment a year ago two years ago might have completely broke my concentration. I would have then become nervous and then they would have felt the nervous energy, but I was able Mm -hmm. to just kind of like, whoop, okay, felt that. And then, you know, move on, just keep doing, you know, keep doing it. It was, it was super fun. Yes. You ask about food. My son all the way there was like, is there going to be food? Is there food? And I said, maybe there'll be food in the green room. Cause they went backstage. My husband and I went to the green room with me and then they were taken out front before mm-hmm. the show started to sit in the audience. And, um, <laughs> and we got there and they hadn't brought the food out. Cause we were a little bit early and there was just a basket with some chips in it. And I got this, are you serious? That's- <laughs> <laughs> you know, later on they brought out the whole charcuterie boards with cheese and, there was, you know, chocolate and there was um, crackers and meat and, you know, all of that stuff. It was a beautiful spread of the snacks in the green room. But I was in so much trouble because he was like, he's he eats every 14 seconds, you know. Oh, well, he's a teenager, right? He's a teenager. And he drove me there and he's not into my comedy. Like, I'm his mom and that, I'm okay with that. And if he hadn't got fed, I would have never heard the end of it. So, but yeah, <laughs> good food. There was definitely good food there. So uh, you mentioned, um, I'm glad to hear that there's good food. You mentioned that people could watch your set. Um, I believe that's on YouTube. Right? Yeah, yeah. You can find it on uh, June Colson Comedy on yeah. YouTube. You can, Which is, uh, that's the link right there. Whatever it's, that is that you yep, just whatever the link is. Sure. Just, now, if, just give me a Google. Just Google, just Google June. Um, and then if people want to go see the show uh, mm-hmm. and they get tickets and stuff, they order that through, is it Huckabee? Uh, Huckabee.tv. Um, it's on Eventbrite as well. It's free. It's totally free to go and watch the recording because obviously they want to pack the audience every time that they do, you know, that they do a show and a lot of tourists come by and, and watch it, but it is the, the tickets there are totally free. My mother-in-law, my father-in-law came, my mother-in-law was wearing a hot pink June Colson comedy t-shirt right there in the center <laughs> the, of the, the oopsie daisy one, the oopsie daisy t-shirt. Nana Conning had her bright pink oopsie daisy on. She just glowed right in the middle. They had so, oh my gosh, that's so much fun. Christy Condor, um, our friend Christy, she came, she sat front row mm-hmm. She was leading the room in laughter, you know, and it was a great nice. audience. The, o- the only thing about the video that you get is the audience mm-hmm. isn't mic'd. So you oh. don't really get to hear the true laughter that's going on in the room on the video. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so I want to give props to the audience that day. They were so much fun. Like they just made it. They were ready to laugh and they were so much fun. But so yeah. at the end... Um, you get to, you know, meet the governor and shake hands and those kind of things. And I, and, and I came out up front to see my family and, uh, and Christy was standing there with a gift, Michelle, there was a surprise gift for me. She had a little basket. So I got to show this. So Michelle 
and Christy conspired together and she brought this beautiful blue blanket that has the Laugh Support Podcast logo on it. Look at da, that. Da, it's da. got a laugh support. It's got a heart with um, the heartbeat and it says laugh, the Laugh Support Podcast on it. And so um, so she said that that you had said I would be blanketed with your love, that you couldn't be there, <laughs> but I would have you wrapped around me. And um, <laughs> but, you so look yeah. like Elvis now. You know, you got the the towel. <laughs> I do, I do, and and I will tell you, my friend, um, my friend Christy Beam and um, Robert Beam, who um, Robert is a, a military veteran, and they are so good um, about honoring those who have served our country, and also they recognize police, fire, EMS, all the first responders that are in the audience. They, they, you know, they ask them to stand. They give them hats and you know certain little gifts or whatever while they're there, and so they make you know, make everybody feel special. So that was cool. I got to go to dinner with my friend Robert and Christy. And I can tell you, if you're anywhere near Nashville or if you vacation there, you definitely need to check out and see, you know, if the Huckabee show is recording because it truly is the coolest experience, you know? So, so yeah. And I got, oh, and I have to mention uh, Shonda. So Shonda was the other thing was um, then when they announced like who's performing on the show that night, our friend Mm -hmm. Shonda. (gasps) Oh, fun was on the show that night. So it was like, uh, that was just another one of God sprinkles where I was going to be in the green room with the amazing Shonda Pierce, who is, uh, you know, she's, she's become a friend of mine over the last few years. And so it was a comfort to have her there and let, you know, and, and, and I would tell you the governor came back and said hello and hung out. And then I got to listen to the two of them just like they've, they've been on trips together. Um, Mm. you know, she, and so they, we're just kind of reminiscing and talking. And, and so that was really cool to, um, to be able to see Shonda and, and yeah, it's uh, definitely a unique experience. Um, hopefully I'll get an opportunity to, you know, to be able to go and, and do the warm up again. Uh, like I said, it, it, it cycles around. So mm-hmm. that was um, going to be my next question, you know, after yeah. this experience and, and would you do this again? So it sounds like that's a definite yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, and, and they respect the craft. They respect our craft. Mm-hmm. And it's not, they they give you, you know, financial compensation that lets you know that they respect oh, what that's you do. Good. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, when it be, but when are you going to be on the show? And I'm like, well, they, you're working for them whenever you do the warm up. So I'm okay with the paycheck. <laughs> it would be an honor to be on the show, but listen, I don't mind. I don't mind getting paid <laughs> to do. And the, and the fact that they, as you were showing those pictures, they are so kind mm-hmm. to take pictures of you while you're doing this. Cause I'm not, I wasn't a guest on the show. I'm working for the show. Yeah. But they took photographs. And um, shared those pictures and, uh, you know, sent those to me and sent me the video and just encouraged me in, you know, in the clean craft craft that I've been working on for all these years. So absolutely an amazing experience. I can't have my husband, my son, my in-laws, my friends, you know, my comedy twin. Christy and I took a picture with the governor at the end. You know, one on each side uh, of (laughs) him. Yeah. And and I'll tell you, he was really funny when I got done and did the McDonald's thing. um, He was listening backstage. And when I came backstage, he was he said, uh, you know what I'd love to hear? I want you to do the Cheesecake Factory menu. That's like 72 (laughs) pages long. 
So, but it, but it told me like not only you know not only was he backstage, but he was actually listening to mm-hmm. what I was doing, and you know, and, and and now we know he likes Cheesecake Factory. So if you ever wanted like, to get him a gift, this is true. It would, it would be uh you know cheesecake. So I'll get Keith some Chick Fil A next time, and then I'll I'll bring um, yeah. I'll bring the governor some. From Cheesecake well, Factory. Okay, so out, out of the pictures, I really do like this one because you have the Huckabee sign behind you. Yes. And and I also love this one because it's you see more you forward. But come on, this one just Yeah, explains. the triple chin. You ask about camera no, angles. It's, it's, like, it's not about they, triple chin. The camera this is adds about 10 pounds. I, I'd like to think it adds 40. <laughs> no, this is joy. You can see this is, if, if you looked up in the dictionary, you know, joy, this yes. would be the picture that they'd put next to it. It would be a, a little baby, a little kid, you know, smiling, laughing, and then it'd be June <laughs> Colson. Bobblehead triple chin. <laughs> Because this this expression, it's just it looks like it. This is I I think this explains the entire process and the entire thing was you're here, you did it, and we are now going to have an amazing time. That's what that shows, and I and I love that picture. I I just simply do. It's like, <laughs> well, it, it was so awesome, good. and I can't so I, I can't say enough about um about uh the folks at the Huckabee Show, um and especially when at Turner, which is Super exciting, big announcement, yes. big announcement that, that Wynette's going to be a guest on the show. Yay. Next episode. Yes. And so um, I can't wait to hear from her. She is a pretty amazing human being and, and one of the hardest working people I've ever seen. And and she's she's the reason I had the opportunity to be there in the first place. So um, she's so super yeah. talented. Yeah. Too. Yeah. She we'll talk I mean, more about yeah. that. Yeah. She's going to be exciting. All right. So uh, this actually will bring us to the end of this episode. So uh, if you want to do our normal end of the show run, go for it. End of the show run. All right, y'all. If you want to see my crazy triple chin bobblehead face, you can actually watch us, not just listen, but you can watch us on the Creative Motion Network on Roku TV. We're also on YouTube and Vimeo. And of course, you can listen to the Laugh Support Podcast anywhere that you catch your podcast on um Spotify and iTunes and Amazon. Audible and Player FM, all of those locations. So yeah, so definitely check it out. And if you want to watch the video of my performance on the Huckabee Show, you can find it on my website, junecolsoncomedy.com. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it on June Colson Comedy Facebook. So yeah, you can watch my crazy face as I come out. <laughs> but hey, if you watch it on YouTube, make sure you like it and subscribe to it. I'm trying to actually- Yes, like, and share and share do, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to actually, you know, do that. Do a little more of that. All right, y'all. Well, that's it for this episode of Laugh Support Podcast. As always, Jesus and Junebug loves you. Michelle, tell them goodbye, my friend. Uh, I want to say goodbye. And the fun fact for today is yes. mice teeth, they never stop growing. Mice what never stop growing? Their teeth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>